Hi, it's Jamie, Progressive's Employee of the Month, two months in a row. Leave a message at the... Hi, Jamie. It's me, Jamie. I just had a new idea for our song about the Name Your Price tool. So when it's like, tell us what you want to pay, hey, 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 and the trombone goes, blah, 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 and you say, we'll help you find coverage options to fit your budget. Then we just all do finger snaps while a choir goes, savings coming at ya, savings coming at ya. Yes? No? Maybe? Anyway, see your practice tonight. I got new lyrics for the rap break. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Hello, Grinders, and welcome to the Daily Fantasy Fix Podcast. I'm your host, Travis Mangone, here to bring you a lovely Friday slate and talk about it here today. We are sponsored by Fantasy Draft here. Head on over to Fantasy Draft and check out their cool contest that they have. They still have the MLB All-Star VIP experience going on. Uh, you know, that's on a $25 fee. It doesn't cost too much to get in there. The the main home run, if you don't like playing against a bunch of people and, you know, you want a better chance at the top prize, head on over to Fantasy Draft. There's tons of different cool ways to win, too. Uh, you know, you don't have to play the catchers, which is not fun, shortstop. So, guys, head on over to Fantasy Draft and check that out. Uh, let's dive in the slate, though, guys. Really good slate. Uh, I'll be talking about all the different sites, though. But, uh, you know, like I said, check out Fantasy Draft. We'll talk FanDuel, DraftKings, and Fantasy Draft. We'll mix it all in there for you guys. But uh, we have a nice slate. You guys know uh, I like Friday slates because we get all the games. Uh, there's one game that won't be on the slate. That's the Cubs and Reds game. That's a 220 game. So only one game we don't have to worry about. It's a 14-game slate. Should be a lot of fun. Ownership will be spread out. A lot of good pitching options. A lot of good hitting options. So let's dive right in. First game up, we have the Miami Marlins, the Washington Nationals. This is a nine total here with Gio Gonzalez against Dan Straley. And first thoughts on this is Gio Gonzalez, man. Uh, he's a guy against the Marlins. I think it's kind of interesting. This is a spot where I think he can do pretty well. Uh, it's not my favorite spot in the world, but I think it's fine in tournaments if you want to take a shot. The only question is, do you want to pay that price on him? And that's kind of where I'm a little indifferent, right? 18.6k on Fantasy Draft, 95 on DraftKings, and then 8k on FanDuel. I don't love the price, but I think in this matchup against the Marlins, he can be fine. Sure, there's a lot of readies. That could be a little bit of a problem, but they don't have a ton of power. So if you want to play Geo, I could get it. I know he's been struggling recently, though. That's the one thing I ha- I'd have some worries about with him. So... Uh, if you wanted to take a shot in tournaments, I think you could, but I probably won't go crazy with him. He's maybe like a 5% guy for me, not going too crazy with him. Uh, now we'll talk about Dan Straley here. He is a guy that I think we got to be targeting. The Nationals with a 5.34 implied total in the ballpark too. It's a ballpark downgrade for Straley. This is going to be a spot where I think loading up on Nationals is a good idea. Obviously, the lefties in Ian, Soto, Harper, Murphy, Adams are all great, but even the righties, man, I'll still take a shot on them. Turner, Rendon, up and down through the lineup. I think they're guys to mix in your cash games. They're guys you want to get tournament exposure to and stack up all the way. Uh, just load up on this Nationals offense. This is a great spot for them. And specifically at the top, I think like Adam Eaton's like a pretty good value that I'll look at on like a fan duel. Uh, let's see if there's any other values. Uh, the value has been great on them just because they are so priced up because, uh, you know, the sites know how good they are. Uh, Juan Soto is only 4.6 on DraftKings. I mean, that's still a pretty good price. So you're, you're, you're going to have to pay for these guys if you want them. Uh, that's definitely going to be key. And on this slate, that could obviously be a big deal because uh, starting pitching is expensive, and we'll dive into that in a little bit. 
Let's go to the next one, and uh, we have another guy in the mid-tier that I kind of like. This is Nick Pavetta against Trevor Williams at the Philadelphia Phillies and the Pittsburgh Pirates. It's an 8.5 total here, and uh, man, I want to talk about Nick Pavetta. He's a guy that I like. I like the roster a lot. I do think the price is not bad on him today. 8.1K on FanDuel, 8.4 on DraftKings, and then 16.4K on Fantasy Draft. It's hard to not like Pavetta here against this Pirates team. It's in a better ballpark. He normally pitches in that band box in Philadelphia, and now he gets to go in a spot like Pittsburgh. I think this is a really interesting spot for a guy like Pavetta. So, uh, you know, obviously, again, not one of my favorite mid-tier options. There's other ones that I like, but I think he's in play. I think he's a solid option that I'm considering in tournaments today. Uh, not much else to really say. If you want to play Trevor Williams as a punt in tournaments, that's fine. Go for it because, hey, it's the Phillies against righties. They strike out a ton. I get it. But Williams doesn't have a lot of strikeout upside. So uh, I could see why I could be there. But I don't know. If you're going for si- cheap at 6.6K, I get it. But uh, I-, I wouldn't go crazy with it. Don't think it's that necessary on this slate. And the hitters, I really don't like any here. I think I'm just staying away from the hitters in this game because there's a lot better spots today. Next game up, New York Yankees. Toronto Blue Jays, this is a 9.5 total here, and we have Sonny Gray against Sam Gaviglio, and uh, first thought is, is Sonny Gray, man, he has been terrible at home. Uh, I could see on the road maybe taking a shot on him against the Blue Jays, too. This could be a spot where I think he could actually, you know, be a little bit more successful than you would expect to. Uh, Sonny Gray, he you know used to be a pretty good pitcher in that Yankees ballpark, though, with all the fly balls he has. It can obviously be a problem at times. And the one thing that's nice about Sonny Gray is he throws a slider. We know the Blue Jays struggle against sliders. I think this is a good spot to take a shot on Sonny Gray. Uh, they, don't, they don't have uh, you know Gary Sanchez catching for him, even though he's hurt. Uh, they don't have him back there specifically because Austin Romine is the guy that they want back there, and you know there was a lot of struggles with him. So uh, the whole point was... You know, now they're putting Romine there all the time. It may like give Gray some consistency and some more confidence. I know he's been doing it for a little while now, but it's one of those things. Maybe it'll take some time to, you know, them get used to each other. And this is a good spot for a good confidence boost against the Blue Jays team, which again, they struggle hitting those sliders. So uh, I think this is a good shot at taking on Sonny Gray. 7.7K on FanDuel, 6.8 on DraftKings, and 13.8 on Fantasy Draft. I like him a lot as like a nice value to just, you know, gamble on basically. Uh, Yeah, sure, it can be risky, but uh, with a cheap pitcher like that, if you mash in like a sale, man, you can make probably a really nice line up a bat so i think gray is a really interesting option on this slate if you want to take shots on blue jays it's mainly looking at the lefties you know maybe take a smoke or a granderson as a one-off but again uh, i like gray way more and probably won't do that too much uh, i just think that gray's uh gray's gonna be an option i'm gonna look to target uh more than probably most in tournaments Let's talk about Sam Gaviglio here. Again, this is in Toronto. It's definitely a ballpark downgrade for the Yankees, technically. But the Yankees bats, man, they are very good bats and are swinging hot sticks. I could obviously see playing them here against Gaviglio. You know, they have a 5.13 implied total, like always, above 5. Uh, expected for sure. I think this team will will get some runs. Uh, if you want to mix and match them guys at the top, I think that's fine. If you want to stack them up, that's fine. Uh, you know, you can get, get exposure in cash and get some exposure in tournaments. They're the Yankees. Uh, just kind of fi- got to find a way to get them in. Like, got to just find the right price. Like, on FanDuel, I'm not seeing a lot of prices I like. Like, maybe Bird at 2-8. Um, I mean, Stanton 4-5 is still good, but I don't think you have to go there. And Gardner at 3-3 is fine. 
Uh, Gardner's 3.5 on DraftKings, which is pretty nice value over there for a leadoff guy. And then uh, 6.6 on uh, Fantasy Draft. I know he hasn't been good too, Gardner, but still, that's a pretty nice value there. So, uh, yeah, all in all, uh, that's kind of where I would go with the Yankees. Again, like maybe just mixing in, mixing in Gardner in cash games and maybe Bird if he gets a lineup upgrade, but not going too crazy with these guys. And if you want to stack them up, go for it. Uh, they're obviously a great tournament stack. Next game up on the slate, we have the Texas Rangers. The Detroit Tigers this is a nine and a half total with Bartolo Colon against Jordan Zimmerman. And looking at this game, Bartolo Colon, you know, I obviously Colon, he's not a good pitcher. We've been targeting him all year, but he has like found a way to like not get blown up as much as you would think, right? That's one thing that uh, Colon has done decently this year. I, I'm torn with what to do with these Tigers because, again, like you see Bart Colon and you're like, oh man, I want to target against Colon. This is a perfect spot, but. Tigers against righties are not as good against lefties. I really want to look at these Tigers bats when they're against lefties, so I'm kind of really not looking to play too much uh, Tigers today, which is not a thing that you would, you know, I don't normally like playing Tigers, so that's obviously the norm, but I'm normally a fan of, you know, trying to get exposure against Bartolo Colon, but I don't know if I'm going to get too much today. If you want to take Candelario as a one-off or Nico Goodrum, just looking at the lefties or Jim Aducci for cheap, I wouldn't hate it, but I think there's way better spots on this slate, and uh, yeah, I kind of think if people decide, hey, it's Bart Colon, and you know, they stack up because, uh, you know, it's Bartolo Colon, why not? Um, I might just try and stay away and let those people maybe make a mistake. I know it sounds a little crazy, but uh, the tires have just not been good against right-handed hitting this year. It's really against lefties is where they thrive, so uh, I'm going to stay away here in this spot. Now let's talk about Jordan Zimmerman. I, I think these, you know, these lefties here in Texas are going to be really interesting targets and routes to go. Uh, I like Sinchu Chu at the top. Uh, I mean, Nomar Mazzara too. Uh, he's obviously a perfect option. Joey Gallo, the man who only hits home runs, it seems like. I think these are perfectly good routes to go against a guy like Zimmerman. Sure, Zimmerman hasn't been as bad as he was in the past, but uh, you know, 4.34 xFIP. Against lefties, let's see, the hard hit percentage is uh, at, oh, it's only at 31% right now. He's been a lot better this year. Obviously, the fly ball is too in the 40% range, so that's fine. Um, he's been better than than expected. I thought the numbers would be a little worse, but um, yeah, again, like these Texas lefties are, are a really good bat, so I think taking shots at them are fine. It's not like the smash spot it's been for Texas. I think it's a spot where it's a good spot to get some exposure to, but I don't want to go too crazy with Texas again. Um, there's just some really good spots in this slate that we'll get to that uh, I'd probably rather go to. And if you want to mix these guys, obviously, in cash games, I think that's fine. Just kind of buy low on them. It's one of those days for me. I play a lot more cash in tournaments, and it's one of those days where I'm going to be buying low a lot in uh, my cash games because uh, I'm probably you know, probably paying up for one of these really big pitching options that we'll obviously get to. think it's going to be a uh, good spot to really look at these guys. So, uh, yeah. Overall, uh, this game is fine, 9.5 total. You can get exposure to it, sure, but I'm not, not as high on it as others, I think, will be. Uh, that's kind of my overall outlook on that game, and I like the Texas side of the ball a little bit more. Next game up, we have the Oakland Athletics, the Cleveland Indians. This is a 9 total here. We have Paul Blackburn against Carlos Carrasco. And man, like thinking about this game, this is one I definitely want to get some exposure to. Definitely that Cleveland side. Problem is, again, uh, they have really expensive bats, like some of the other bats we've talked about already. They're expensive. That's definitely one of the things that's kind of annoying about this game. But uh, I think Blackburn is a guy that we can definitely look to target a little bit here uh, with this Indians offense. Because, again, uh, the Indians, they're a lot better at home than on the road. This is a really good spot for them. 
I think if you can spend on Lindor, Brantley, Ramirez, and Encarnacion, sure, that's fine. But I'm mainly looking like Yonder Alonso's a guy. I think I might take a shot on uh, in my cash games just as, at a cheap option. On FanDuel specifically is where the value you're really getting him at. Like Fantasy Draft, he's 9.4K, but on Family, you get him at 2.9. That's just a really cheap price on Alonso. So in my cash games, I'm really looking at him, and you know, obviously someone gets a lineup bump. But a lot of these guys are really expensive, so they're not guys I'm prioritizing in cash. But if you want to mix them in, I guess get it uh this is a good spot for them vegas agrees 5.27 implied total and again a great spot to stack up guys and they're expensive and if you're playing lindor brantley ramirez and encarnacion the one through four it's gonna be really tough to get uh you know a guy like a degrom uh, mccullers or a sale so yeah i do think the indians offense is a good offense though and one i would look to target let's talk about carrasco a little bit uh carrasco has had really good numbers this year so far the only problem is he's coming back from the DL. He's, uh, you know, in a pretty nice price range. But if you look at the numbers, you kind of see 3.65 XFIP, the K percentage, 25.6%, walk rate down at 6%, Woba 2 above, uh, below 300, ISO below 150. I mean, and that's both sides of the play. I mean, this is just a spot where I think uh, if Carrasco was healthy, I knew he was healthy, I'd probably be interested in him uh, against this team in the uh, Indians that they can strike out for sure, uh, you know, or not the Indians, the uh, Athletics, I should say, the A's. They can obviously strike out a ton, but they obviously have some, uh, you know, power upside, and it's a ballpark upgrade, so that's obviously good for them too. I just think with Carrasco off the DL and with a lot of pitching options on this slate, I think this is a spot where I end up just staying away and waiting to see what happens. Uh, price at 10.8 looks like it could be appealing for a normal Carrasco, but I don't know if I'm getting that. 21.2K on fan- Fantasy Draft, and then FanDuel, we get him at, uh, yeah, 10.5. So, uh, if if you think Carrasco's healthy and want to take a shot on him, I get it, but I think it's the wrong slate to do it. Uh, just look at these other three options. There's better ones to look to and better matchups. So my personal opinion is stay away from Carrasco and wait. Just take the wait and see approach. I think that's perfectly fine. And on the athletic side of the ball, eh, I don't need to really take a shot on any of these bats against them. Uh, there's just better hitting environments that we can target instead. So I'll look there. Next game up, Tampa Bay Rays, New York Mets, seven total here. And this is Ryan Stanek against uh, Jacob DeGrom. And DeGrom is in a phenomenal spot here against the Rays. Very right-handed heavy lineup. Sure, they have some lefties that they're starting to get a little, uh, you know, better lineup going with, uh, you know, Kiermaier at the top and Bowers in there. But, I mean, DeGrom is set up to have a pretty good game. Uh, it just depends if you like his price. On FanDuel, you can get him at 12K. DraftKings, 13K. And then Fantasy Draft. 25k so uh degrom obviously a great spend up option uh, he's not my favorite spend up option he's my number two uh we'll get to the one in a little bit but he's my number two option i think he's a good play though against the race if you want to play him go right ahead i think if you, you know you're kind of uh you know it's, it's a really tough call between the two at the top but i think that uh degrom is my favorite for sure and in this game in general with the bullpen game with the rays you don't really never know what's gonna happen i i just don't think i like any of the bats in this game this is it's a seven total one of the lowest totals on the slate just stay away from this game from the hitters and just play the grom only i think that's a perfectly good route to go against a Rays team that could obviously struggle here a ton and again it's in new york too sure it's a little bit of an upgrade for uh the rays going in this ballpark that uh, isn't a dome but um the grom is still a phenomenal option and like him today Next game up, Chicago White Sox, Houston Astros. We have an eight total here. We have Ronaldo Lopez against Lance McCullers. And uh, yeah, Lance McCullers, it's just, man, it's the wrong slate. I love Lance McCullers. It's a great spot against the White Sox. The problem is, do you want to pay his price? When again, there's another pitcher that I like too. Uh, you know, 11.3K for him on FanDuel, 11.9 on DraftKings, and then Fantasy Draft. 23.3k i think you can make an argument on fantasy draft more so where it's almost a 2k difference 
Oh man, it's unfortunate. There's like a 1K difference on, uh, you know, DraftKings. Again, I like McCullers. If there was a little bit more of discount, I'd be more interested. I think it's a great tournament pivot too. Off the ownership of DeGrom and Chris Sale, it's obviously going to be a nice pivot off of them, but um, it's against the White Sox too. 2.85 total. So many things line up. I mean, I've given you so many good arguments. I haven't even said how the White Sox, they strike out a ton against right-handed pitching. Again, a phenomenal spot here, but uh, man, I just like the other pitching options in DeGrom and Sale a little bit better, but a great tournament pivot off, and you maybe could get at low ownership, so check that out in our Rotor Grinders uh, premium section. Chris Gimino always sets that up for us, and it's uh, you know always pretty good, so check that out. Because McCullers, great tournament pivot there, I think. And if you play him in cash, I wouldn't argue against it. But I think there's better options. So uh, I wouldn't tell you you're making a dumb move, but I think there's just better pitching options. So uh, now it's about Ronaldo Lopez here. I think he's a guy that we can obviously look to target here. Look at the numbers, 5.70 XFIP. Obviously had some struggles, uh, walking about 9.8% of the bats. The only weird thing that's going on with him is uh, the hard contact. For some reason, like, and I've been tracking it. Every single start looking at it in the plate IQ. And, I mean, he's been hovering around the 31% against both sides of the plate. Against the left side of the plate, it's moved up a little bit. But um, he's not getting hit as hard. And his ISO, again, at 161 against lefties. Against righties, 141. The Woba at 319 against lefties and 294. Uh, with a guy with an XFIP like that at 5.70, you would just expect it to be, uh, you know, a lot higher, all those numbers. So, um I'm sure some regression is definitely going to be coming for him. He has been getting lucky. I think this is a spot where we can obviously play Astros. You know, if you want to load them up, sure, I think they're fine, but they are kind of getting a little pricey. It's going to be tough to really get them in your lineups and cash games, maybe mix in like a Guriel or like a Redick, but uh, it's tough. Uh, I do want to get exposure to this offense, though, with a 5.15 implied total. They're definitely a good team to look to target. Next game up, Baltimore Orioles, Minnesota Twins, 9 total with Dylan Bundy going up against Lance Lynn. And, man, this is a game that I'm not really looking at the hitter or the pitchers. I'm looking at the hitters. I think this could be a good spot for some of them. Uh, we'll talk about the Twins side of the ball first against Bundy. Bundy, he's a good pitcher. I just don't think the price is right today and the matchup is right. So I'm going to stay away from him. Uh, you know, he's a little... A little expensive for my liking on this slate. 9.3K on DraftKings, Fantasy Draft 7.7K, and FanDuel 9.6. So it's I'm not going to play him today. He's a guy like Dylan Bundy. I think he's a good pitcher, but um, not today. And I think this is a spot where you can take a shot on some twins. I don't want to go crazy with them, though. Uh, I think if you want to take a shot on the lefties, you know, Eddie Rosario here and there, Escobar and Logan Morrison, maybe Polanco if he gets a lineup bump. Uh, or Kepler, too, if he gets a little lineup bump. Uh, you know, 2.5K is a nice price on FanDuel. DraftKings 3.2 is a nice value as well as 6.5K. Perfectly fine on that, but again, uh, I don't want to go crazy with Twins, but they do have a nice implied total, and uh, I don't know. I was low on them yesterday, and I felt like I was right to be low on them, but uh, and I kind of want to be low on them again today, but for some reason, the totals kind of drive me to like them a little bit more. So uh, I don't know. Uh, this is one of those games I'm still trying to, figure out completely because again yesterday I wasn't as high in them and Dylan Bundy's a better pitcher than Kashner so uh yeah that's kind of the where the thing I'm torn on especially in a park like Minnesota too um you know it it suppresses left-handed power it's definitely way better for the right-handed power and you know Dylan Bundy he's not a guy that's really giving up home runs a ton to uh righties so uh I do think this is this is a spot where I don't know uh if people are high in the twins I won't be as high on them and if people maybe are then I'll take some shots in some of these lefties but again I'm not going crazy with twins bats all right, let's talk about Lance Lynn here and uh, what we want to do against him. And I think, obviously, Tim Beckham at the top, where you can get him cheap, like Vandal specifically. He's still 2.2K, where we're, we're, we're looking for value. I think he's a perfectly fine option to go to in Adam Jones. Uh, I wouldn't hate him at 2.9. I just don't 
Ugh, I just don't know about Chris Davis. I know he's really cheap at 2.2K on FanDuel. Uh, he's cheaper on the industry too, 2.8 on DraftKings. I know we started hitting some home runs, but uh, man, it's Chris Davis. I don't really like playing him. If you want to play Machado, perfectly get it. He's perfectly fine, but I don't know. I don't. It's weird. I, I want to have interest in the hitters in this game, but I'm still torn at how I'm going to really approach it. Because again, it's you see the nine total and you think you want it, but then when you start like breaking it down and looking at. It, I don't know. There's just not a lot of, I don't know. I just don't love the hitters as much as maybe some other people will, but I guess we'll have to see how it kind of all shakes up. I think taking some guys as one off is really the approach I'm taking. I don't really think this is my favorite stack up game. More so just looking to take guys as one offs and uh, yeah, look for some value, obviously. Next game up, Atlanta Braves, Milwaukee Brewers. This is an eight total here, and we got Freddie Peralta against Mike Fulton-Nevich. And Peralta, he's been a great pitcher so far. You know, had a ton of K upside. If you want to take a shot on him, FanDuel, 8.4K, DraftKings, 10.2, and Fantasy Draft, 19.9K. Sure, I think he's fine, but the problem is the matchup, right? Uh, it's against the Braves. They don't strike out as much. I just think it's the wrong slate, wrong matchup. We can just stay away from Peralta if we want to. If there's a little bit more of a discount, I'd be interested uh, I get it. If he's been making you money and you want to keep riding the, you know, riding the train, sure, keep riding if you want. But I, I would get off now. That's my personal opinion on it. I just don't think it's the right spot, right slate. There's better pitching options to pay for, so I, I would stay away. No need for Peralta for me, and then no need for the Braves bats too. I don't think taking shots on them is worth uh, worth it on this slate. On the opposite side, though, against Fulton Nevich in this Brewer Stadium where lefties can have their struggles, I do think this could be a, a good spot to take some shots on some of these lefties. So if you want to take a shot on a Shaw, a Yelich, and a, a Thames, that's fine. A good route to go, but uh, I'm not going crazy with Brewer's bats uh, today. I think they're perfectly good options. Again, like more so one-offs. And again, I, I kind of talked about it. I, I don't love a lot of stacks on this league. There's only there's a couple I've liked so far, but I'm really looking at a lot of one-offs today, it seems like. And just with the way you have to pay for pitching, uh, I do think that that's kind of going to be uh, a route that I look to go more so. Even in my tournaments, too. I might not stack them up uh, crazily. It's just one of those things where... I haven't found that cheap stack yet that I love too. That's the other thing. So uh, maybe as we go on, I'll find the one that I like. But I just, I don't know. I haven't really seen it, seen it yet still when I was looking at the games beforehand. And still now, I just, there's not like a cheap stack I'm absolutely in love with yet. All right, let's go to the next game. We got the Boston Red Sox, Kansas City Royals. This is an eight total with Chris Sale against Jason Hamill. And man, like Chris Sale, one of the best pitching options on the slate. The problem is he's going against the Royals, right? Royals are a team that don't strike out a ton. So, you know, people are saying, why are you going Chris Sale instead? Uh, it's Chris Sale, right? He's just got insane, insane numbers. I mean, the dude is absolutely He's so good, man. It's just insane how good he is. But uh, yeah, the K percentage share at 18.8%. It's, it's not what you want it to be, but it's Chris Sale. I don't really care. 2.72 XFIP, uh, 36.1 K percentage. He's a really good pitcher. If you want to go down to DeGrom instead because of the salary, I get it. Uh, they're really close options between DeGrom and Sale today. But uh, I'm starting to lean Sale right now. That's kind of where I'm at. Uh, you know, this Royals team is really watered down too. Sure, when you, you know, you might not get the strikeouts that you want as much, right? You might not get that 14 strikeout game from sale but uh you know where you where you kind of give it the strikeouts you uh you know you get more efficient innings and quicker innings which man this could be a this could be a Chris Sale nine inning game. Uh, he's one of those guys too. Like the Red Sox never give him run support. And man, if I was like, if my pitch counts down, I'm staying in there as long as I can against this Royals team. Uh, I think this is definitely a spot to look at Chris Sale. Uh, I'm going to be all over. I think he's a really good option today. 
So by Jason Hamill. He is not good. This is a great spot to target the Red Sox too. Uh, sure, this is not, you know, in Boston. It's definitely a little bit of a ballpark downgrade, but it'll be hot, 88 degrees, wind blowing in. Obviously not the greatest, but he's got a 5.28 XFIP. Jason Hamill's not a good pitcher. He definitely has his struggles. If you look at the numbers here, hard hit percentage against righties, 43.1% against lefties, 47.1%. Uh, giving up a ton of fly balls against lefties at 47.1% compared to righties at 33%. Uh, you know, the Woba is definitely struggling against righties at 3.73. The ISO is uh, 169 and below against both sides of the plate, which is pretty interesting. But uh, overall, I think this is a really good spot for Red Sox bats. Uh, just the question is, can you pay for them? I do think Ben and Intendi is a really nice price on FanDuel at 3.6K. Mitch Moreland, 3.3K. That's a nice price too. So I wouldn't miss out on those guys. I think they're pretty interesting over there. DraftKings, we look at the prices. You know, Betts and Martinez, if you want them, you got to pay for them. They're very expensive. 6K and 5.7K. Uh, Mitch Moreland and Ben Intendi, 4.9 and 4.6K. Again, on DraftKings, you really have to pay for Red Sox if you want those bats. And same on Fantasy Draft. If you want these bats, you kind of have to pay for them. So uh, overall, again, uh, it sounds like, uh, sound like a broken record, but a lot of the stacks I've talked about, if you really want them, you have to pay for them. So uh, yeah, the Astros, the Indians, if you Red Sox, if you want these stacks, you're going to have to pay the pretty penny for them. Yankees too. So uh, just the question is, can you really mix them in with your uh, you know top tier pitchers? That's definitely going to be one of the uh, one of the things to look look at uh, throughout the slate. Let's go on to the next game here. We have the San Diego Padres and Arizona Diamondbacks. This is an eight total here with Joey Lucchesi against Zach Godley. And for 8.6K uh, on DraftKings, Fantasy Draft 16.9K, and on FanDuel 8.2. I think he's my SP2 uh, on DraftKings and Fantasy Draft. I like him. I think he's an interesting option. Uh, you know, but I think he's a solid option at this price. The only argument you could have against him is at 8.6, uh, the point per dollar isn't the greatest. It's fine. It's okay. It's solid. But um, I, I kind of don't. One of the arguments that you can make is if you look at another guy, like one of the cheap guys, you just want to go for like a super cheap price, like a Sunny Gray, right? So I kind of feel like I'm getting like the same thing. So at for 2k difference so um if i just embrace some risk it might help me get in you know an extra 2k get in some bats i like a little more so that's the one thing i'm kind of debating i like godly i think he's like the safe sp2 that you kind of can package up with sale if you want but uh yeah i don't know i think he's a good option though it's, again it's against the padres it's in the humidor in arizona obviously a good spot in the padres we know how they struggle against right-handed uh you know right-handed pitching a ton on the Padres side of the ball, no interest in the bats. Uh, the only thing I can maybe see, and I mean maybe, is like if you need like a lefty that gets at the top, like a Jankowski or a Spangenberg, if it just helped make your cash games work, but I, I don't love that. There's better things you can do, and there'll be better value that shows up. Because, again, it's a Friday, lots of lots of games, and we always get different lineups popping up. So uh, we'll, I'm sure we can find better value than that. So uh, let's talk about the Diamondback side of the ball against Lucchesi. And if you want to take shots on these righties, like Nick Ahmed for cheap, I think he's a decent value where you can get him cheap. If you want to pay for Goldschmidt, who let me down yesterday, oh, he was terrible. I, I get it as a contrarian option. He was, he was high-owned yesterday. People won't go back to the well after what he did. I don't want to go back to the well after what he did to me. I mean, it was very disappointing. I think there's just better spin-up options today, so I'm not spending up for him. Uh, Pollock, I, I get going to him if you really want to. Uh, on Fandle, he had a decent price at 3.6. He's expensive on DraftKings at 4.9. I probably won't pay for him in 8.8. Uh, again, the other thing is if you're spending for a guy like a Sailor or DeGrom, uh, do you really want Pollock to be your pay-up option on this slate? Probably not, so... I'll probably don't love this game for the bats. Uh, really just looking at Godley is my main focus on this game. 
Next one up, Los Angeles Dodgers. Los Angeles Angels, the Battle of LA. We have Kenta Maeda against Felix Pena, and I think this is a spot to really like some Dodgers bats a little bit. Uh, you know, we'll talk about Maeda first, actually. And uh, Maeda, I think he's strictly a tournament option. The Angels are a good offense. They don't strike out a ton. I would just stay away from Maeda. We know the risk with him. If you want to take a shot on tournaments, I get it because he has upside. But man, dude, there's just better. There's better options on this slate. Stay away from this. Whoever's listening to this podcast, guys, please, please, uh, don't take the risk with Maeda. There are better pitching options. So um, I will pass on him. He's a guy I wish I could play more because I think he's a good pitcher. But I don't trust Dave Roberts and himself. It's just a, it's a disastrous situation with Maeda and Dave Roberts. It's not a. Uh, it's not a fun situation. It's like when you have that uh, friend that's dating that crazy girlfriend. Uh, that's kind of the relationship between Kenta Maeda. Maeda and uh, Dave Roberts. It's just one you're hoping breaks up soon and we can maybe roster Maeda uh, in the future. But until then, can't bother with that. Talk about Felix Pena here against, uh, you know, the Dodgers. Again, the Dodgers, uh, you know, this ballpark is not, you know, it's not your favorite spot to go to uh, in, uh, you know, in L.A. because the Angels, it's a better park. But uh, the temperature, 104 degrees. We don't see this often there. So, uh, you know, the marine layer will be disappearing, I'm sure. Uh, so have to like some Dodgers bats against Felix Pena. Uh, Pena, sure, he has some strikeout upside. Uh, about to pull up the numbers on him because I remember looking at it. He has K, K upside, but he definitely has had his struggles, uh, you know, for sure. Uh, in the 2018 season, he's been good, actually. 3.65 XFIP with a 25.3 K percentage. Uh, he's been good, but it's a small sample. Let's see. Let me pull the uh, you know, the 2017-2018 numbers and see. Yeah, so his XFIP was a little higher, uh, and this is the bigger sample. It's 108 at-bats against lefties and 122 against righties. Had an XFIP of 4.62. Uh, sure, the K percentage at 24.3%. Again, I talked about it. He definitely has some K upside, but uh, against this hot Dodgers team, uh, I think that could obviously struggle, especially in this temperature. Uh, against righties, and again, this is using the 2017 and 2018 data, including the 44 and uh, 45 at-bats he has against both sides of the plate, uh, where he's done pretty well. So uh, he was obviously struggled last year, and uh, yeah, the Woba 3.5 Earth. 0.357 against righties, uh, 364 against lefties, the ISO above uh, 240 against righties, and 187 against lefties. Hard contact giving up 38.2% against lefties, 45.9% against righties, and the fly balls, uh, you know, above 35% against lefties, above 50% against righties. I do think these Dodgers bats are interesting. You know, Jock Peterson, Max, I always hit a home run. Muncie, uh, this guy's been crushing the ball. Cody Bellinger, you know, Turner, Kemp, that, that one through six, you know, even one through seven uh, up to Taylor is going to be a really good play here. So uh, I like these Dodgers bats. I think they're, they're a good team to mix and match throughout your lineup. So, uh, yeah, give me some Dodgers today. I like them a little bit. Uh, no, not really interested in the Angels bats though against Maeda. I'm just kind of going to stay away from the situation, I think, and kind of uh, call it a day. All right, let's go to the second last game of the slate. We got the Colorado Rockies, Seattle Mariners, eight total. And we got German Marquez against Felix Hernandez. And, uh, you know, man, so this is a good spot for Hernandez. That's kind of the only guy I'm really liking in this game. I don't really like too many of the bats. Um, you know, you look at the prices, Felix Hernandez, 7.8K. Uh, you know, that's a nice price on FanDuel if you want to take him as an SP1. I think it's an SP2, 7.5K and on DraftKings and then 14.5K on Fantasy Draft. I think it's a good price. I think it's worth taking shots on in your cash games and in your tournaments. He's been pitching a lot better, Felix. I think you take a shot on him against a Rockies team that struggles on the road. Uh, yeah, I mean, Charlie Backman can be a concern, but uh, I'm not that worried. I think this is a good spot for, uh, you know, Felix to take. Take shots on him. I think it's worth it in tournaments, guys. Uh, and that's Seattle ballpark, too. Very big downgrade from Coors. So, yeah, like Felix here. 
Uh, no interest in Rockies bats, so I'll pass on those guys. Like, sure, Charlie Blackman's a good play against any righty, but not again. There's no need to do it against Felix, uh, and there's better options to spend up on. Talk about the Seattle side of the ball against Marquez, and uh, I just don't love it. I just, again, I don't think it's a spot I want to target the pitcher. I don't really want to target the bats too much, so I'm kind of just staying away, I think. I think these Seattle bats are kind of expensive. Don't love taking guys in this ballpark. It's not a pitcher I think that's going to blow up a ton. Just a spot I'm really looking at Felix Fernandez only and just moving on from this game. Last game of the day, we had the St. Louis Cardinals, San Francisco Giants is an eight total, and one of the better pitchers' ballparks, and Oh, man, I, I hate this park. It's definitely, I'm not playing any bats in this game. You're not talking me into it. Uh, no way I'm playing any bats. That's definitely one of the things I'm looking at and thinking, you know, unless they have a discount that I'm like, you know, not seeing or something. Uh, I think they're getting a little bit more of a discount now, though, being in that ballpark. Like Alan Hansen, if he's 2.2K at the start of the lineup, I could get talked into that on FanDuel just because it could help make some things work a little bit. But uh, yeah, I don't want to go crazy with these bats at all. Uh, again, it's, uh, you know, it's in San Francisco. John Gant is a guy that we can target a little bit. I think maybe Alan Hansen's the only guy I'll go to because, again, he's getting a little bit of that, uh, you know, San Francisco Giants Stadium uh, discount. But, uh, yeah, I don't want to go crazy here. I'm not going to play John Gant. Uh, if you want to play Derek Rodriguez, I, I get it because, again, it's in this ballpark. It's a righty against a righty heavy lineup. It's fine. I think you'd take a shot on it, but uh, there's better options that I've already discussed and talked about. So uh, I'd rather look at those instead. So yeah, not really interested in too many hitters. Maybe Alan Hansen has a cheap value, but that's about it. Let's summarize the slate again. Talk about the pitchers again real quick. Uh, you know, it's Sale for me is my number one. I got DeGrom number two. Obviously, that could switch throughout the day, but I think Sale number one is the way I'm going to go. And then DeGrom, again, he's a really good option right behind. So those two are the best. Uh, Lance McCullers, I think, is a really good tournament pivot and a good option, uh, too. But I like the other two pitchers a little bit more. So, uh, yeah, Sale first, DeGrom two, and then McCullers three. And if we're looking at SB2... Uh, I do think it's interesting. So uh, There's a bunch of different guys in the mid-tier to really look at. The problem is, do you want to spend that mid-tier? Would you rather just go down for value? Because these mid-tier options, they're good, they're fine, but they're not super strong today. Some of the guys I'll talk about again, it was like Pavetta. I think Gio Gonzalez was fine. Uh, trying to find some of the other guys because, again, uh, scrolling through. Oh, yeah, Zach Godley. He was another guy I liked. And Felix Fernandez, who I just talked about. It's really like those four in the mid-tier I think are interesting options. But I'm really debating on just going straight down to Sonny Gray. Uh, I do think he could just be good enough there. Uh, Blue Jays have struggled a ton against sliders like we talked about. And, uh, yeah, I think for the 2K discount, it could be worth it to get in some extra bats instead. So, uh, yeah, that's kind of summarizing pitching. Now we'll move on to the stack of the day and talk about that a little bit here. And I think it's pretty easy for me what I'm going to do here. Uh, again, a lot of the offenses we've talked about, uh, really expensive. You're going to have to really pay for them. It's definitely going to be really interesting and tough lineup construction today because I don't think it's a day that you need to prioritize the bats. Like, it's not this giant heat wave everywhere again. Uh, I think the bats are good today. They're perfectly fine, but I don't think it's a day where we're prioritizing them like crazy. I'm more so going to try and prioritize the pitching if I can. But um, if I am prioritizing bats, again, like I've talked about, there's expensive bats. You know, there's the Red Sox. They're obviously a good play today. The Astros, the Indians. There's really good teams, obviously, to look to, you know, get some exposure to today. And I, I obviously have less amount talking about it. But I'm going to look at the Nationals here and kind of take a shot on them. It's a fly ball pitcher like Dan Straley, who has had his struggles this season. And the Nationals offense, I mean, you just look at that lineup, how t- talented they are. Eaton, Turner, Soto, Rendon, Harper, Murphy, Adams. I have trouble figuring out who to stack. That's part of the problem. Uh, that one through seven is phenomenal. Uh, so much upside here with these bats. So Nationals are my stack of the day. 
That about wrap up the slate, guys. If you want to give me a follow on Twitter, it is at Travis Mangone. It's T-R-A-V-I-S-M-A-N-G-O-N-E. I post all my content over there if you guys want to check that out. And also post the Weekend Grind podcast if you guys don't check that out. Uh, you know, stop on by this weekend. I'll be doing that with some uh, people. So feel free to stop by and check that out. Thanks a lot for joining me, guys. I'm going to get on out of here on this awesome Friday. Enjoy your slate, and I'll see you later. Lowe's knows you'll do it right to find the right gifts for Dad this Father's Day. We do it right, too, with deals that'll make Dad as proud as his perfectly seared steak and his perfectly manicured lawn. Now get a Charbroil 4-Burner Advantage Series gas grill for just $169 and pick up your choice of Craftsman gas or electric string trimmer for only $99 each. Make this Father's Day his best one yet. And do it right for less. Start with Lowe's. Charbroil offer valid through 612. Craftsman offer valid through 619 U.S. only. Lowe's knows you'll do it right to find the right gifts for Dad this Father's Day. We do it right, too, with deals that'll make Dad as proud as his perfectly seared steak and his perfectly manicured lawn. Now get a Charbroil 4-Burner Advantage Series gas grill for just $169 and pick up your choice of Craftsman gas or electric string trimmer for only $99 each. Make this Father's Day his best one yet. And do it right for less. Start with Lowe's. Charbroil offer valid through 612. Craftsman offer valid through 619 U.S. only.